Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Mile Rate on the back of a fantastic night last night. And a fantastic weekend it was. Rob Orber, good morning to you. Melton, uh, we saw some wonderful racing both Friday night and a Saturday night. Uh, very good morning, Danny. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. And what a wonderful weekend of harness racing. We came off an amazing night last night with the Group 1 races, uh, the Hunter Cup, the four-year-old Bonanza Ladyship Cup. We saw some amazing performances, uh, and we also saw Majestuosa having won the Great Southern Star on Friday night, and Andy and Kate Gath also having a wonderful weekend. But all uh, the uh, accolades deserves to go to King of Swing, taking out the Hunter Cup last night, Dan. Let's have a listen to the way he won his second Delray National AG Hunter Cup. Amazing dream poised and here comes Spirit of St. Louis turning for home King of Swing from Lock and Varad. Amazing dream gets the run Spirit of St. Louis wider. It's King of Swing in front. Spirit of Lewis and Lewis out wide's coming. It's King of Swing fighting though. Oh, he's a superstar. A champion pacer. King of Swing wins his second Delray National Hunter Cup and defeats Spirit of St. Louis. Amazing dream. Mac Dan has flashed through. Mate. He's a champion. That's another Hunter Cup for him. Oh, just what a great horse, Gareth. You know, just such a beautiful athlete. And, you know, I was really worried about Amazing Dream on my back. And, you know, obviously tried to, you know, take it as easy as we possibly could. And, you know, with Artie only being third up, you know, he probably, we knew he probably wasn't ready to go to war with him. And, you know, she, she was obviously, you know, she won the Blacks of Fake. She's a champion. And, yep. um, she was the one I was really worried about. But when I asked him to go at the top of the straight, he, you know, he just put three lengths on him. Rob, it was a, a predictable race, as we, we heard from uh, from Luke and Belinda McCarthy, the, the winning trainer, husband Luke, the, the driver. Great horse. He had the right barrier. They settled in the way we thought that they would. It looked a predictable order, and there was no changes in the run. It built to a crescendo, a very fast final quarter, but it played into the hands of King of Swing, and it, he sort of... Had that race won a long way out? Yes, look, there was no challenges at the start. He led. There was no one there to test him early. He was able to dictate his own tempo, 85.3 lead time, and the first two quarters in 30.5 and 30.2, which was quite slow going for this class of horse. And coming home in 28.3, last 425.9 and gave no horse any other chance. King of Swing led in the race, amazing dream. The great mare sat behind King of Swing, but couldn't dash up the straight to get past him. And the stable mate, uh, Spirit of St. Louis, who was in the 1-1 on the back of Lock and Varart, was able to run on really strongly into second placing. The champ, uh, Lock and Varart, he was exposed without cover. He ran on, uh, battled on reasonably well. He finished fifth, but he was beaten a fair way from home at the finish and all honours to King of Swing. And Mac Dan, who was three back to pegs, finishing in fourth placing. But a great performance by King of Swing, now taking his prize money up to $2.8 million. He's going to be retired and go to stud uh, later on this year. So this is his last season of racing. He's going to have a crack at a third miracle mile. He's going to be a chance in that. The different dynamics of that race still might be a challenge, but he's been an amazing horse. He's now the winner of 42 races from 80 starts. It's it's remarkable and prize money of almost $3 million now. He's such a magnificent-looking animal, uh, and you know he, he's going to be going to stud. I think he'll do a great job as well. He's just got all the physical attributes about him, and when you go through his uh, career you look back and say wow what a wonderful horse and last night he just proved what a class horse he is Rob there were three group ones on the program uh, the first of the group ones on the card was the DNR Logistics four-year-old Bonanza 
And the horse that we think may be able to get to the top, maybe replace a king of swing and maybe a lock and var art, is the horse that took out the four-year-old Bonanza Bondi Lockdown. And it's Bondi Lockdown turning for home. He's four metres in front. Kimball comes through on the inside. Naratak prints the outside. Bondi Lockdown, the leader. Beyond Delight runs on with Kimball. But he finds, he keeps finding. He's a fighter. He's a star. Bondi Lockdown wins it. Beats Beyond Delight and Kimball. Great lineup. Probably won it at the start, but he's just sizzled around this track at 150 and change. Right, yeah, he'll... He, did, he didn't want to come back to me, did he? No. No. You just let like, him run. You weren't scared of anything oh, coming I, off your back? I just held, him, just held him so he was, you know, wasn't over racing too much, but he, 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 was, he was on song. He's just getting better? Oh, look, I think, you know, maybe, maybe I am as a trainer, driver, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is helping. But, yeah, look, he, he did put a few roughies in on the first turn, but, yeah. you know. He... It's amazing the progress this horse has made. We've always known he was a good horse, but his performances through the latter part of the year, he's gone from good, really good, exceptional, to an elite level now. Oh, what an, what an exciting horse, Danny. Uh, you go through last year, uh, he ran some fantastic races, went through the Breeders' Crown Series and then finishing off winning the Vic Bread. And he's just kept relishing by the racing, hasn't he? He's gone on from his three-year-old career straight into the four-year-old Bonanza. And we only have to see horses uh, like uh, Lazarus, who uh, went on to win a Hunter Cup. And there's uh, an honour roll that just goes on and on. Lock and Varart was another winner of the four-year-old Bonanza. So... This uh, race is made for future stars, and Bondi Lockdown, his sectional times are just unbelievable. 151.6 mile rate last night, 6.7 lead time, 27.8, 30.1. He got a breather in that second quarter, but then he just put the foot down, 27.6 and 27 the last two quarters, 54.6, and he went on to win. He's an absolute superstar, beyond delight, three back to pegs, ran on well. Kimball behind the leader, was brave in defeat. Uh, rock and roll do, what a run it. Uh, missing the start, making up a huge amount of ground and to finish fourth. And act now, also a very good run into fifth place. Now Attack Prince was going to be right in it, Danny. Uh, got his tyre punctured on the home turn. And I think he might have finished a bit closer, probably not winning, but I think he could have run a place. A lot of those horses are going to go north now and get into the chariots of fire. This has been a really good race for the chariots. Four of the last five runnings. Uh, the horse that's won this race has then won the chariots of fire. Some of them gone on to the Miracle Mile. Last year, Expensive Ego finished down the track in this race, but then won uh, the chariot. So it's the right lead-up race, and uh, we've got a terrific bunch of four-year-olds uh, going forward. The third of the group ones was the Alabar Bloodstock Ladyship Cup. Um, it was, uh, well, it was a great performance by uh, by Spellbound, but the sentiment and the emotion involved through trainer Nathan Purden losing his uh, Hall of Fame grandfather Roy just uh, a couple of days beforehand was, was overwhelming. Spellbound driven by Stewie McDonald in the Group 1 Alabar Ladyship Cup. All the other big guns are well back, but Spellbound goes for home now with Stewie McDonald. It's Spellbound nicely clear. Oh, she's opened up tonight. And someone special from above, I think, is riding on the shoulders of Stuart McDonald. And what an emotional victory for the Purden clan. Nathan Purden, a great win to Spellbound, has won it easily. A great lineup for the minor placings. There was Majida, who was very prominent. Also, Better Robin, who gave for the stable and the Purden family. Yeah, it certainly is, and it's special for the, the horse as well. She really deserves this race, this horse. She's um, 
she's been unlucky in some big races and she's run a few seconds and, and it's good for her to finally see one and to um, be so special for, for Nathan, uh, it's, it's, it's something extra. And once you led, you never really looked like getting beat? Yeah, once I led, I was pretty confident. Um, she got a, I fired her up in the warm-up to get out the gate and I probably fired her up a bit too much strong and I wasn't able to hold her off the gate and time it well, so she looked a little bit in danger at the start, but um, yeah, once she kicked through, she was, she was pretty much home, I thought. What um. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Rob, the, the horse was driven by Stuart McDonald. All the drivers wore black armbands in respect of the late Roy Purden. And, of course, uh, Nathan Purden, the trainer, that's his grandfather. And he was very emotional after the race and, uh, and of no surprise as well. But uh, that in itself, a magic moment for Nathan and his family, but also the mayor herself was, was quite amazing, spellbound. Oh, a wonderful training performance by Nathan Purden. He had a double last night. He finished third also in the Hunter Cup with Amazing Dream. And spellbound really bounced back with a fantastic win last night. She just bounded to the lead and never gave anything a chance. She just ran away 151.6 mile rate, 6.9 the lead time. And what about these sectional times? 28.1, 29.5. 27-3, 27-5. Just gave nothing a chance, did she? She was just a class above at the finish. Terrific run, Majita into second spot after doing her fair share of work. She just never gave up. Better Robin got a good trip behind the leader into third spot. So what? Ran a brave race coming from back in the field, uh, saving ground. And uh, Ferry Tinkerbell, who was three wide, did a very good job in the fifth placing. But all honours to Spellbound. Great result for, uh, for Stewie McDonald, who's also made the trip across here to work with Nathan Purden. And I'm sure that they'll be celebrating uh, still probably to these early hours of the morning. And Nathan Purden mentioned on our, our coverage last night on, um, on Racing.com, uh, you know, he received a text from his father as well, Mark, and they were both very emotional. Yeah, and, and no wonder. It, it meant a lot to them. And he had another winner later on the night, and we'll get to that shortly. We'll go back to race five, a race that's named after the three-time AG Hunter Cup winner, the only horse to win three. It was the tab, the pure steel, and it was like a wildfire who was quite outstanding. Fire, like a wildfire, the outside stormed up to hit the lead now. It's like a wildfire coming clear. Our millionaire can't go on. Boy from Bondi battling on with a wall of horses. But it's like a wildfire, too good, and beats Boy from Bondi by about five metres. Tango Tara in uh, a good go for third with top... We were travelling pretty sweet, so yeah, I was reasonably confident probably at the 300, yeah. He's a good horse, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's uh, he's very underrated, and um, I think when he gets up into that top echelon or, you know, into the good country cups, he's going to be very dangerous. Well, um... Rob, it looked a match in two coming around the turn. David Moran had to click up low like a wildfire. He just took a few metres to respond when our millionaire went from home. But, wow, the last 200 metres of like a wildfire, um, he might have done something if he was in the under cup. That was a, a pretty good win. He's come a long way. He has come a long way. He's always been a very talented horse and obviously had his fair share of uh, setbacks throughout his career and Last night, uh, he was outstanding once again. He made a move mid-race to sit outside our millionaire and just proved too strong. Mole rate 155.7, 44.8 lead time, 31.5, 30.1. And in the last 800, they really started to hum. 27.9, home in 26.8, 11.5. 
like a wildfire, proving too strong. Bondi from uh, boy from Bondi ran a very good race behind the leader and battled on well. Uh, third home was Tango Tara, made ground from three back the pegs. Torrid Saint was a good run, also saving ground along the inside and better beat a bomb into fifth placing. Our millionaire stopped badly in the race, but a 155.7 mile rate. And like a wildfire, uh, listening to Clayton Tonkin last night on our uh, racing.com coverage, mentioned that the horse will be going to Sydney and having a look at some of those feature races. Rob, the all-in-one property Mercury 80 final was over 1,200 metres. It was a Group 2 event. It was race number four. And uh, the action was on from the start, as you would well expect. Two of the speedsters, La Putty and Cash and Flow, they put it on, but they just weren't there at the finish. Hashtag on the final turn after a 27-9 quarter down the back. A line of three under pressure. La Putty, Cash and Flow needs to find. And here's Bulletproof Boy hooling the ends down the outside. Aussie Battler gets the run through. Bulletproof Boy hit the lead, hooling the end cutting him down. It's Bulletproof Boy in front though and Bulletproof Boy won it. Bulletproof Boy has beaten Huli Nien and Aussie Battler. You were right. They did go pretty quick as we keep on walking yeah. here, mate, with Bulletproof Boy, but you must have been pretty happy in the early part of this race. Yeah, and they kept sort of rolling and uh, when I put him out, he fell a million bucks, you know, and yep. he just get to the line really good. Was it a bit Scott, you and the trainer driver of Bulletproof Boy, what an amazing horse he's been. That He notched up his 30th career win. A fantastic result. Uh, well done to Scotty. Uh, he could have sort of looked at some of those country cups but elected to target the Mercury 80 final. And he just re- relished on the uh, speed that went on in that race. La Putty began fast. Aussie Butler didn't come out of the gate, decided to take the trail on the back of La Putty. And Cash and Flo, who got up into the breeze, they went 26-1, 27-9, home in 27-6. And Bulletproof Boy, who came from back in the field, ran over the top of them. Hurley Nien ran a great race for John Justice into second spot. Aussie Butler behind the leader third. Fourth home was uh, number uh, three, Loving the Chevy. And close up also, hashtag. But all honours to uh, the winner, Bulletproof Boy. The favourites, La Putty finishing at the back and cash and flow just didn't really back up from its uh, win last start last week rob back to the start of the night uh, it was an interesting start to the night because uh, my name is Je- hi my name is jeff he was going to miss the uh, the start by a fair way and uh, the red light come up it was a false start he, he sweated up pretty badly he was a big drifter but uh, on take two he was right up on the gate he certainly earned his cape but it was a terrific win by him but also the second horse, You Are My Sunshine, and they recorded an exceptionally quick time. They certainly did. 151.4 was the mile rate, 7.1 lead time, 28.4, 27.8 the first two quarters. So that was a 56.2 first half, and then home in 28.3 and 27.5. And my, hi, my name is Jeff. As you mentioned, after uh, putting up that scare at the start, four punters uh, was able to work to the front and just kept running. You are my sunshine. Made a move around outside the leader, but just couldn't match it at the finish. Yankee Gola thought it was a good run. Came out of the gate, still ran on nicely. Rokasaki got into a good spot, hit the line well, and I'm Shadow Boxer had its chance. So two. Uh, the winner, hi, my name is Jeff. Looks the nice horse in the making. Sure, more wins in store for him. Rob raced to the Woodland Stud Pace, Highway to Heaven. Uh, he's a pretty smart horse, and he just got the race run to suit. Once he led, he was going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, look, he was able to find the front without too much trouble, and then from that point, that was the end of the race, and he came away for a very comfortable win. Valachi, absolutely flying, held on well into the second spot. He's under wraps, took the, tra- uh, took the trail behind the leader. Well, it, was, it wasn't any match in the straight, but battled on well into third spot. Cherokee Joe made up good ground along the pegs for fourth, and Stingray Tara fifth. The 156.8 mile rate, 
46-7 lead time. They went to 61-1 the first half and home in 54-8. But a very good performance by Highway to Heaven, who'd been racing really well leading into last night. Rob, race three was the Nestle Professional Harvest Gourmet Pace. It looked a pretty open race on paper. It's funny, Struve opened up really short, too short. And nearly everybody, in a way, is a horse that they love to hate. Um, he had his chance. He ran favourite, but a big drifter. Uh, and it was short he's made a horse that had been knocking on the door. He'd been catching the eye in a number of runs. He hadn't won for a while, but it all happened for him in race three. Oh, it was uh, good to see Shorty's mate winning. Uh, he went three back to pegs, and the splits opened up for him, and he really hit the line to score, and he deserved that win. He put the riding on the wall with some good performances in recent times. Rick Riley, the stable mate, very good run, sat without cover, battled on really well. Uh, Struve had his chance in the straight, just didn't finish it off into third spot. Rishi, an improved run. He might be getting back into some form and ample power fifth. Uh, the Franco Jolto and Finn Frost didn't finish the race off that well. 153.4 mile rate, 7.1. And then they went to 28.3, 29.2, 28.2, So it was a solid run race, but well done to Shorty's mate taking out the race for Julie and Glenn Douglas. Race number nine and a, and a horse that I've got a lot of time for uh, here, Rob, uh, to take out the Group 3 Garrard's horse and Hound Gold Chalice, Amore Vita. Um, <laughs> she's an exceptional filly. What a performance. She'd been fantastic through the end of last year. She's getting a length and a half better every time she goes to the races. I thought it was one of the, the best wins I've seen in a three-year-old filly category uh, for some seasons uh, by taking out that Group 3 event. That was a huge win, wasn't it? Uh, she was entitled to get beaten last night. Just Hope led in the race, beautifully rated by David Moran. He dropped a fantastic race and didn't come out with the spoils. 45-9 lead time, 31-8, and he just really put the foot to the floor. 29 27 down the back, 27-2 home. He did everything possible to beat Amore Vita. The bottom line was Amore Vita was just too good. Her courage, the way she lifted and to win that race last night was a super win after a Vic Bread final win. She'll be heading up to Sydney now for the New South Wales Oaks. Just hope Really good run. Led, did everything bar beating the winner, which was Amore Vita. My Corona improved run. There's a filly that might be coming back to some form. Tequiro fourth and fifth was Beach Life. But take nothing away from Amore Vita. She is a star. And that was Nathan Purden's second winner on the night. He took three horses to the track and uh, finished third in the Hunter Cup with Amazing Dream and then won with Spellbound at the Group 1 Ladyship Cup and then taking out with Amore Vita. He's got a wonderful team of girls. Oh, he certainly does. Uh, and all three of those uh, horses will be heading up to New South Wales. American Dream will be uh, looking for the uh, Miracle Mile, uh, uh, aiming for that, and um, probably have a couple more runs and heading off to the States. Spellbound, uh, she'll be going up for the Ladyship Mile, and of course, uh, Amore Vita for the New South Wales Oaks. But fantastic result for Nathan Purden last night. Rob, the last on the card. It was good to see Belittled finally win. He'd been knocking on the door for quite some time. He took out the edge all sidewinders pace. Yeah, a really good result for Marie Campbell and Greg Sugars. Uh, settled back in the field, gave the horse a quiet run. There was some genuine speed in the race, and he was able to get over the top of him to defeat Meserati, who was fighting out the finish with Belittled. Uh, Castle retreats, getting back into form. Certainly a win's not far away. Over the odds, did some work, battled on strongly. Art of Sheng Lai uh, led in the race but couldn't finish it off. A 156.3 mile rate, 43.8. Lead time was really solid. 31.1, 30.4, home in 28. But a very good performance by B. Little. And well done to Marie Campbell and the team with uh, getting B. Little home with Greg Sugars. 
and uh, did start favourite as well, which was good to see. Coming from near enough to last on the home turn as well, which we didn't see too much of that uh, through the course of the night. Rob, Friday night we talked about uh, the first night of uh, the uh, the Carnival weekend, and it was Great Southern Star Night, um, and it pro- proved a fantastic spectacle. Um, the horses had to qualify from the two heats earlier on, and then the final was later on in the night, and it was Majestuoso who was able to spring out to the front from barrier number four and dominate that final on Friday night. Back straight in 28.9, it's Majestuoso, five metres in front from Wobbly, then came Temporale, Powder Keg running on, it's Majestuoso from Wobbly, Majestuoso two metres to Wobbly, Majestuoso, Wobbly getting close, but not close enough, Majestuoso wins it, Majestuoso from Wobbly, and I'm ready, Jet, another... A terrific win. Uh, one thing that was noticeable, and I know you picked up on it, when the horse came out to parade for the second time of the night, he looked more settled. It's amazing to think you could see a horse two hours after they've had a run, and admittedly he was unlucky, and you could tell that he improved or would be improved by that run, not so much in the fitness-wise, but in the way that he was able to settle and the way he went about his business. And there's no better person that I'm, I think, at the moment or the last few years that can back up their horses in quick succession and Andy Gath is a specialist at it. Oh, no doubt. He's certainly, uh, uh, I suppose, put down, packed what uh, the program should be for these horses and he, he showed his uh, talent as a trainer on Friday night with Majestuoso. I was a little bit worried about him before the series, uh, especially after the previous run when he fired up and yet as soon as that first heat was run and he didn't actually finish in the top three, I was actually tipping him. I thought he's, he's the horse to beat in the final. I just like the way he settled. I like the way he pulled up. I like the way he hit the line. And as you mentioned, when he came out two hours later and he warmed up, you just thought, you're the horse to beat. And uh, that's exactly what he did. And trained by Andy Gath and driven by his wife, uh, Kate. And it was a terrific drive on uh, Have Horse Will Travel as well uh, during the course of that program. Uh, Rob, so a special night. Looking ahead, we've got the uh, the Night Pistol, a Group 1 race for Trotters next Saturday night. And the Saturday night after that, it uh, it goes out to Terrain Country Cup. Uh, tomorrow, there's no... Or today, I should say, Sunday. It's been a long weekend, Rob. Um, there are no harness racing in Victoria because uh, of a special reason... It is the biggest sales day, so if you want to go out there and buy your King of Swing or your Bondi Lockdown, your Amore Vita, that's your chance today. Oh, that's the place to go. Uh, the Australian Pacing Goal sales have got a fantastic catalogue and uh, lots of horses for sale, uh, both trotters and pacers. And right at the moment, there's no better time to get involved in harness racing. And certainly uh, looking ahead with uh, so much exciting things happening, uh, great time to uh, to get out there and, and buy a horse today. So Oakland's Junction is the venue to get to, and there's some terrific races. There are specialist races that these horses can be eligible for with a great prize money. And when you consider the prize money that the horses A were racing for over the course of the last couple of days at Melton, and even the bankrolls that some of those horses have. I mean, you're talking about King of Swing at uh, close enough to $3 million and Lock and Varart well into the $1 million range. There's plenty of them. Well, Lock and Varart, I think he was purchased for about 29000 He's won over a million dollars, Danny, and there's plenty of good stories uh, that you can share like that.
Yep. So if you've had a win over the course of the weekend, it might well be looking at, and I hope you enjoyed the coverage through racing.com, through RSN, and also through Trots Vision, and found a future winner as well. Thanks for your company this morning. We look forward to doing it all again after the night pistol meeting next Saturday night at Melton. Until then. Well, hopefully you have a quiet day today, Dan, and happy harnessing, everyone.